Welcome to That's Feminism Bro. I'm your host, Bridget Van Buskirk, and together we explore diverse voices in modern female strength. Thanks so much for joining me. You know that phase in pregnancy where you're pregnant and you know you're pregnant and you're starting to look pregnant, but not pregnant enough that other people are commenting. So people are just looking at you funny and then you feel like maybe you just look fat and you really want people to know at that stage that you're pregnant because it's just getting awkward because everybody just thinks you've gained a lot of weight. That's where my gray hair is right now. It's obviously gray, but not enough to be cute and like I should embrace it just enough that it's like, wow, she's definitely graying. So um, so that's how we're kicking off today's podcast. My hair is it's turning gray, guys. I don't know what to do about it. That's not that's not really where we're going to stay, though. We're going to we're going to shut that chapter and we're going to move on. Hello. Thanks for joining me at That's Feminism, bro. Um, I got a lot of feedback after the last episode that I did alone, which um, I think is called Gray Lines. And a lot of people commented. So I'm, I'm going to take a couple steps back into that. But I also wanted to continue to move forward. Um, I call it accidental dishonesty. Or maybe it's like scratching the surface. It's not total honesty. There's dishonesty when you're lying. And then there's, you know, lies of omission where you're not telling the full truth. But what I do, I honestly believe is dishonesty accidentally. So I had this awesome guest on and a really fascinating conversation. This was a couple of weeks ago. And afterwards at the end, we shut down and I ended the recording and, and we were just chatting. She and I were just chatting and she said, hey, how can I support you? And it was such a genuine, real, personal question. It made me a little uncomfortable. And I said, oh, no, this is just a hobby. Like, thanks so much. It was just great having you on. And I was very, like, superficial, very scratching the surface type stuff. And I thought I thought about it afterwards. And I was really disappointed that I didn't take her genuine, authentic, honest approach to our relationship and give it more. Instead, I kind of shut it down. So I was thinking on that. It wasn't a big deal, but I was just thinking about what I could have done differently. When I ran into a friend and we were hanging out, we did a quick lunch one day. The friend said, Bridget, how are you doing? We were all kind of talking about what's up with our kids and our spouses and our families and our lives and our jobs. And she said, how are you doing? And again, it was so real. It wasn't, hey, how's it going? It was a real, how are you doing? And my response wasn't a lie either of these times. Neither time was my response a lie, but it wasn't really real either. It was superficial. It was scratching the surface is probably the best way to put it. Oh, I'm doing well. The kids are getting ready or had trick-or-treating or whatever. Small, small talk that is not a lie. It's stuff that's really going on in my family, but it's not real. That was within days of this interview where I was already kind of a little bit bummed about the the lack of authenticity I gave back to somebody who gave me authenticity. And my mom called and we were chatting and she did the same thing. Hey, how's it going? And I did the same thing. And when I did it the third time, it was like the cock crowed. Like I realized enough's enough. Why can't I say, well, I am, you know, I want to do this thing and I'm nervous about it and I'm kind of hyper-focused. And so that's where my head is. Or it doesn't always have to be bad. I, don't, I didn't need to find something to complain about. You know, it's not like my life is bad and I feel obligated to tell people the bad things. 
but I can give them real answers. And I just felt disappointed in myself. So that third time I was like, wow, I do. I think I do this a lot. The truth is I'm a really curious person and I love to dig deep and I love to dive into things. And my favorite part about this podcast has been all of these interviews that I get to do because I get to just pick apart people and how they live their lives. And I get to ask them questions about things I don't really know anything about. It's so fascinating. But yet when it's my turn to turn inward, it's all very basic. And I know that there's more to me than that. So I'm not quite sure why I'm not offering that more to me to people. Generally, I'm a pretty private person, says the girl who's podcasting to, you know, whoever, whoever's out there. But I do like lines, you know, I do like my privacy, you don't get to see me (laughs) when I'm podcasting, and I get to think about what I want to say, and I don't have it on when I'm screaming at my kids. So there's like a, there's a degree of sharing that I'm not always comfortable with. Although that said, I do also, I am pretty honest, and I will say what's really going on sometimes. So I just, I don't know what was lacking. But my new resolution is to be a little bit more in depth with people. If somebody's asking me, how's it going? I want a real answer. They deserve a real answer because um, they are curious. I mean, they were really asking. They were really asking, how can I support you? How are things going? What's going on with you? And I robbed myself and I robbed them of the opportunity to take our relationship further by not offering them something. But I also robbed myself because, you know, if I said, if I had said to the woman, well, how can you support me? The truth is I really want to kick this thing off and I'm not entirely sure and I don't like technology and I'm not on Instagram. So targeted daily engagement and all the words that the podcasters use, I just, they're not, they're the work. I could have, I could have asked her questions. She she would have given me advice, and I didn't. And I'm just shocked that I pulled back so frequently. And it got me wondering where else I pull back. But anyway, um, I was thinking about that as I was thinking about those gray lines because it is a little bit of another area where I'm not telling an untruth. I'm certainly not lying, but maybe I'm not giving fully in a way that I could give fully. I do this in my friendships a lot. So I did this in those three instances, but I do do this in my friendships a lot where I'm generally a good friend. I generally care about the people that I care about. And if I don't care about you, you probably know, like (laughs) we're not close. But if I do care about you, I can be all in. I can be absolutely all in and and want to know all the things. Um, But I'm also selfish. And I don't even mean that in a bad way, because I care about my family. And that's myself. Like, that's myself is my family. And um, I'm not making that clear. But I, I care about what's most important to my family, my husband and my kiddos. And I care about me so that I can be the most for them, and that we can have the most. So when I say I'm selfish, I don't necessarily mean just what Bridget wants, but like what's best for the Van Buskirk community. And I do care a ton about that. That's really important to me. So I tend to pull back on the things that don't further the goal on that for me. If there's a friendship that is toxic or superficial or 
they're self-consumed and they're not, and we're not reciprocating the respect, I do cut those off. I generally don't invest a lot of time or energy into people that I don't think are going to make, you know, hashtag better than yesterday for me, for my family, for my community. But for the people that and have made it through, and you know who you are because I answer your calls or I at least respond in somewhat of a timely manner, um, I am really invested and I am all in. Um, so I think it's important to be a good friend though because I think it's important to know if you're being fake and to say, well, why am I doing this then? Why am I a fake friend to this person? They don't deserve that. They're wasting their time calling me or shooting me an email or trying to find a time to meet up and I don't even really want to do it. So that's unfair to both of us. You know, we have to kind of look at our relationships, especially now because we get into this this upcoming zone Um of holiday season and it's just about saying yes and being in a billion places and it's so chaotic that if we're going to invest in relationships, we should actually invest in them for us and for the relationship for the other person. So maybe now is a good time to kind of look through the friend list and see who who am I benefiting? Who's benefiting my life? Maybe not, you know, like a, a personal, oh, this person always strokes my ego because that's not necessarily always beneficial. This person's always honest with me and sometimes it really hurts my ego. That might be more beneficial for you becoming a better you or who's got really good insight into my spouse and I that's beneficial to our marriage. Who has kids my kid's age and I really enjoy the way that, that her family's raising their kids. That's beneficial to... Uh, the Van Buskirk community. So I think it's a good time to start looking at um, your friendships. And I don't think it's wrong to make sure that you're serving yourself, yourself being you, your family, your community, whatever is important to you is yourself. Um, I don't think it's wrong to kind of reevaluate and say, I really want to make sure that anything in my life is going to be moving the needle forward, like my goal, especially as we get into the holiday season, and I celebrate Christmas is to really get closer to Christ. And I need good friendships to do that. And I need good people to do that. So I'm fine with getting rid of the people that are pulling me away. Especially if um, they're pulling me away, and I'm not even enjoying the ride, like then what are we really doing? I'm just pulling them away by by allowing them to invest in me. So everybody wins when we clean that up a little bit. That said, I know that women have flaws, and I absolutely do too. So I'm not asking for a perfect partner out there. Um, we could be petty, jealous, gossip. We we could be greedy. We're certainly judgmental, which, by the way, nothing shuts a community down faster than judgment. I did an episode a long time ago about um, talking, like it's time to talk about talking or something like that. And I got feedback then as well about how important it is that we women can get together and that we can talk, but then at the same time that we have to be good to each other. And that happens after the lunch date or after the the glasses of wine where you go home, then what do you do with the relationship? Because a really good, good, wholesome relationship means that you can take the baggage that they unloaded on you and you can help relieve them of it, even if it's just by listening, but then you can do the right thing with that. And the right thing is not running to somebody else or even judging. Um, think if we can keep the judgment out of it, then our relationships are going to get a little bit stronger. Because that's the goal. That's sort of what I got back um, 
after that gray lines was the idea that we need to help this sisterhood thrive, that there's something to this here, this community of women that are getting together and listening and chatting. And now it's becoming a little bit more on um, social media. And there's a little bit more interaction, at least between you and I, and hopefully eventually between you guys, where we can all we can all collectively chat. Because I do want this to thrive. And it is important to have good relationships in, in order for that to thrive. And then you can feed off of that good relationship with, with your girls in your life, and then they can give that to each other. And it's going to make us all collectively so much stronger. So one of the things I was saying last week that came up a lot was um, I was talking about jealousy. And I said that sometimes you have to control the narrative and you have to serve yourself a new story, like a, like a more healthy story. Uh, just to be clear, I don't mean lie to yourself and I don't mean propaganda. I don't, you know, don't create, but you can take this thing. If you are looking at another woman, you have two choices. You can look at her and say, God, I wish I had that fully colored hair instead of that gray hair that I now have. But you don't have to take that and be angry at her and you don't have to throw judgment and you don't have to gossip and you don't have to find another flaw with her to make you feel a little bit better that she doesn't have the flaw that you have you can actually take all of that and instead shut that down and say wow she's got gorgeous hair I'm just gonna go talk to her and I'm gonna tell her ah, I think my hair is graying like we can just find something here that's a little bit healthier than the thing that I was about to feed myself so I'm not asking you to lie to yourself because I, I think that you guys are right. I think that it's dangerous to then just always be telling yourself your life is perfect if it's not or your hair is gorgeous if it's gray and it's not gorgeous. You know, there is that time where you're going through that. I think it's okay to to see our flaws. I think it's okay to know that we might be a little jealous or a little judgmental or a little gossipy or a little greedy. These are all real and we are real and we are human and we're going to experience them. But I think the only way to fight that weakness or that sin or whatever is to then quickly switch it out for something healthier. So we do that in addiction a lot of times. They say like instead of grabbing maybe the alcohol, grab the Red Bull and then maybe change the Red Bull out for a LaCroix over time. And you've got to just serve yourself something better every time. And I say that to clients a lot too. Like, okay, don't maybe grab the Oreo. Instead, find a little less... Maybe it's nuts with raisins or maybe a couple M&Ms in with nuts and raisins. So we can keep swapping out the bad with something a little bit better until the bad isn't as bad and we start to break ourselves the habit. So I am not asking you to lie to yourself. I want you to be really, really aware. I want us all to be really aware of our weaknesses because if I'm giving you the lie, the Bridget lie, then I'm not being, then I'm not giving you the good relationship. And then we're right back to this full circle of what is a good relationship and what, what is it I'm offering you and what is it you're offering me and how is it mutually beneficial? So serve yourself a new story, but don't make it propaganda. And I do think that this will make us collectively stronger and it will motivate us and that motivation will make us collectively stronger. And then all of a sudden, we're this growing, like stronger, more dynamic group of people because back in our day, back in our hunter-gatherer days, um, we women stuck together. The men were gone all the time. We were doing this all together. There wasn't this bitchy, judgmental, superficial, fake, uh, what's that, mean girls type thing going on there was this genuine working together 
you're finding a mate benefits me because your mate can hunt and I don't yet have a mate and he can hunt for me too. So everybody wins when we're in good relationships. And that's all still very true. I win if you if my friend marries somebody who I really enjoy, because then I'm going to hang out with him more. And my husband's going to be excited to hang out with him. And then we as a couple can hang out more. And I win when I find somebody who's raising their kids right. I don't have to be jealous that they they figured out the cell phone dynamic and I haven't figured it out yet, I can instead be excited that they've got it figured out and then I can pull information from them. So we have the ability to make this womanhood thing so, so awesome and we're wasting it, kind of tearing each other down and then at the same time, the world is tearing feminism down and the world is shutting us women down. So it's coming at us from two different angles. We can't really afford to be vulnerable right now. We've already got people telling us that if we're true feminists, then we shouldn't identify as a female at all. Actually, um, I'm going to pull this real fast. I saw this online. People don't get periods. Women do. People don't get pregnant. Women do. People don't breastfeed. Women do. Being female is not a feeling. It isn't frilly dresses or high heels or long hair or makeup. So I'm sick of seeing my sex erased and trivialized to accommodate everybody else. And I thought, um, I thought that was so true. We've got this happening already. This is happening everywhere. And it's happening and we can't entirely stop it except for that we together, we women who are women and who are proud of who we are, we can get together and keep building each other up so that we're strong enough to fight this when it comes at us because it is coming at us so hard and so fast and it's coming at our daughters and it's coming at our friends and it's coming at our sisters and it's coming at the men in our lives too because then they think they have to play along because it was just like this pro-life movement where where women would say to men, well, uh, you can't get pregnant so you don't get a say. Like, no, I'm a provider. I'm supposed to protect and I'm supposed to provide so I care about these babies. We need to we need to give ourselves this community back so we can give this community back to the men so that we can get this strong group together that can fight down all this bullshit. And that's what it is. And we're being spoon-fed it like it's real and it's healthy. And we're not strong enough yet to turn to each other and say, girl, we got this. But girl, we got this. And we need to get this. Um. Got a little fired up there. That's because I stole some Halloween candy from the kids before I went at it today. So uh, maybe it's the sugar high. But that's really all I wanted to say. I kind of wanted to circle back on gray lines and let you know that it's okay to have vulnerabilities and weaknesses. And it's okay to be aware. And it's important, not okay. It's important to be aware of them. And it's important to swap them out for something a little bit healthier. And it's important to sift through your friendships right now and get the really good ones. Get them on your team because you do need a good, solid team right now. We can always be supportive of everybody. We can always be engaging with everybody. But I think if we can power up our community right now, our really tight-knit group, then we're going to be such a stronger military. So that's my thoughts for today. Um, that's it. That's feminism. But before I leave you, I just wanted to throw this in again, because I've, I found such a benefit from using my podcast launching site that I wanted to circle back on that. It's called Buzzsprout. And whether you're looking for a new way to market your podcast, or you're looking to start a podcast, or you just have a message that you want to share, 
uh, podcasting is really easy. It's really inexpensive. And it's really a fun way to reach out online. Like I said, I don't show you my face. I don't have to be on social media. I don't have to put on Instagram pictures. I could just do this. So for me, this is a really great way to get back out there and uh, reach, reach out online. Anyway, it's hands down the easiest, the best way to launch, promote, or track your podcast. Your show can be online and listened to through all the major directories. I can look at this and I can know where you guys listened from, uh, what platform you used, and how long you listened for. And that's all available because of but uh, because of podcasting through Buzzsprout. If you're interested and you want the Amazon gift card, go ahead and take a look in the show notes and you'll find the link. And using that helps Buzzsprout know that you came through me. And it also helps me know that you're growing. And that's what I want. I want us all to be growing. So have a great day, guys. Take care.